0: Love Talk Radio.
1: So we're going to sing one more song, a love song to you from the Lord. It's a promise He's made. I will never, never, never leave you or forsake you. Nothing, no one can ever take you out of the Father's hand. Embarrassed by your weaknesses,
2: afraid
1: to let me near. I wish you knew how much I long want you to understand. No matter what may happen, child, I'll never let go of your hand. i
3: Thank you. God, we're grateful because if it had not been for you, we would not be here. We opened our eyes this morning, God, because you gave us the strength to open our eyes. We were able to rise because you gave us strength. And our limbs and the facilities of our body we were able to get here god because you blessed us and brought us the way of safety and did not allow harm to come to us lord we're grateful to again come into your presence because we know where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty and as we come before you today have your way lord let flesh be crucified, that you might be glorified, that your people might be edified, in the name of Jesus. For God in you is life, and that's what we seek, God, life, eternal life, God. And we pray, oh God, today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you, Lord. Bind the hand of the devil, God. Rebuke the hand of the enemy Lord. God let your anointing that resonates in this place even now, God let there be an outpouring on your people. We need you God to take us to another level in you Lord. God we're faced with demonic forces God. Evil spirits have come up against us Lord and we need to be fortified with your power. thank you, God, because we know greater are you that's within us uh, than he that is within this world, God. Uh, We know, God, that you are a deliverer, Lord. Uh, That you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, And you're no short of your promise, Lord. Uh, And you're able to deliver us, Lord. Uh, Touch us on today, Lord. Uh, We need you like never before. Uh, Fill us up with the Holy Ghost, God. Uh, And give us a refill, Lord. Uh, That when we leave here today, Lord we can leave with your anointing Lord that as we meet men and women boys and girls they might be converted to know who you are Lord in the mighty name of Jesus we pray we thank you because you are a healer you're the God that heals these and healing is in your wings and you're able to touch our feeble bodies you're able to save our troubled souls and in the name of Jesus find every demon Lord every demonic force Lord God, that comes to keep us uh, in the same place, Lord. Uh, We're willing, God, to surrender uh, and say yes to your will, Lord. Uh, We're willing to turn our lives, God, uh, over into your hands, Lord. uh, Because we come to the place, God, uh, where we realize like never before, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, More than anything we know, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, While men are trying to find, God, uh, solutions to this chaotic world, God, uh, we're looking to you. Lord, because we know for every right desire, there is an answer, and Jesus, you that answer. There's no need for us, God, to turn hither or thither, Lord. We need but to look for you, Lord, because you're the answer, God, for our trouble lies, Lord. Touch on the day, God. Break every yoke, oh God. Save on the day, God. Deliver on the day, God. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God, to heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around. Jesus, no other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able, Jesus, to deliver our children. You're able, Jesus, to save the unsaved husband uh, you're able Jesus uh, to heal the cancer patient uh, nothing too hard uh, for you Jesus Lord uh, God we know uh, we know that you're able Jesus uh, we know that you're able Jesus uh, we say yes to your will God uh, yes to your way Lord uh, have your way Jesus uh, and we'll thank you for it uh, and we'll give your name the praise uh, and we'll bless you Lord uh, yes we thank you Lord uh, and we bless your holy name. Come on, open your mouth and give the Lord some praise.
1: face of Jesus shining in those eyes Jesus Christ the superstar Jesus Christ the lamb Jesus said the curse word Of a drunken businessman Jesus in the measured words Of the old and wise Jesus king of glory In a flesh and blood disguise I got a real good news and a real bad news Children shunned.
0: Hallelujah. We thank God for another Wednesday morning. They call it hump day. The week is almost gone already. Feel like I just woke up the Monday morning and already it's Wednesday. We thank God for this Wednesday morning, a morning we never saw before. And uh, we are blessed because we believe God will take us throughout our day. Blessed, blessed throughout the day. And uh, I'm grateful unto him this morning for all he has done already this morning for me. Hallelujah. He gave me life, health, and strength. And I'm grateful. I'm able to get use the activity of limbs. I'm able to get some things done. I have um, a orthopedic uh, appointment on the 5th because I fell. And when I tell you the knee is swollen and sore, yes, yeah, so I got to go over the next. Maximilian, take a look at it. And I call it Maximilian because once he get done, it feels a million times better. So I'm thankful unto the Lord. Yeah, I was able to, um, okay, okay, Brother Lewis, I was able to cook a whole meal last night, went and fell asleep on the couch. And it come to me, okay, so you going to bed this early? But what's in the sink? What's in the sink? I take a meeting things out to throw out. So I think around eleven o'clock, eleven twenty, somewhere around, and I was done everything. So uh, you know you have to let it cool. Can not just put it up in the refrigerator. So today I delivered a meal, and I thank God for that. Because I'm able to feed somebody that that's hungry. They don't have to worry about it. Where the meal going to come from, God provided. And so I'm so thankful for that today. I used to do that often. Yeah, I used to cook almost every single day so that people would come. People would come all the way from downtown Jacksonville, way out to the north side to pick up food or to uh, eat. Yeah. And it was a wonderful thing, a wonderful thing. So I'm grateful unto Almighty God. I didn't get the people name of that song. It's called Jesus. And I uh, believe is that uh Stone Hill? Was that a Stone Hill song? Because I didn't see a name on it. I just got the song. And for those who sent me requests on yesterday and the day before, uh, I got maybe one or two in but by tomorrow i have all the requests that i got placed in the studio and uh i'll begin to play them so i thank god for every randy stone here okay thank you brother lewis uh um, i got every request and i thank god for each of you that send me song requests because that'll help uh bring new music yeah to the studio so i'm so thankful i'm so thankful so listen we're gonna take a listen to this one right here and uh, when we come back uh we're coming back to encourage and to share a little bit more let's take a listen
4: in Genesis Jesus Christ is the seed of the woman in Exodus he is the Passover lamb in Leviticus he is our high priest in Numbers he is the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night in Deuteronomy, he is the prophet like unto Moses. In Joshua, he is the captain of our salvation. In Judges, he is our judge and lawgiver. In Ruth, he is our kinsman redeemer. In first and second Samuel, he is our trusted prophet. In Kings and Chronicles, he is our reigning king. In Ezra, he is the rebuilder of the broken down walls of human life. In Esther, he is our Mordecai. In Job, he is our ever living redeemer. In Psalms, he is our shepherd. In Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, he is our wisdom. In Song of Solomon, he is our loving Bridegroom. In Isaiah, he is the prince of peace. Jeremiah, he is our righteous Branch. In Lamentations, he is our weeping Prophet. In Ezekiel, he is a wonderful four-faced man. In Daniel, he is the fourth man in life's fiery furnace. In Hosea, he is the faithful husband, forever married to the backslider. In Joel, he is a baptizer with the Holy Ghost and fire. In Amos, he's our burden bear. In Obadiah, is mighty to save. In Jonah, he's our great foreign missionary. In Micah, he's the messenger of people's feasts. In Nahum, he's the avenger of God's elect. In Habakkuk, is God's evangelist crying, Revive thy works from the midst of the years. In Zephaniah, he's our savior. And Haggai, he's the restorer of God's lost heritage. In Zechariah, he's the opened up in the house of David for sin and uncleanness. And Malachi, he is the son of righteousness, rising with healing in his wings. And Matthew, he is the king of the Jews. And Mark is the servant. And Luke, he is the son of man, feeling what you feel. And John son of God. In Acts, he is the savior of the world. In Romans, he is the righteousness of God. In 1 Corinthians, he is the rock involved your zero. In 2 Corinthians, he is the triumphant one, giving victory. In Galatians, he is your liberty, he set you free. In Ephesians, he is the head of the church. In Philippians, he is your joy. In Colossians, he is your completeness. In First and 2 Thessalonians, he is your hope. In 1 Timothy, he is your faith. In 2nd Timothy, he is your stability. In Philemon, he is your benefactor. In Titus, he is truth. In Hebrews, he is your perfection. In James, he is the power behind your faith. In 1st Peter, he is your example. In 2nd Peter, he is your purity. In 1st John, he is your life. In 2nd John, he is your pattern. In 3rd John, he is your motivation. In Jude, he is the foundation of your faith. In Revelation, he is your coming king. He is the first and the last, beginning and the end. He is the keeper of creation and the creator of all. He is the architect of the universe and the manager of all time. He always was, he, he always is, he always will be, Unmoved, unchanged, undefeated, and never undone. He was bruised and brought healing. He was pierced and he's pained. He was persecuted and brought freedom. He was dead and brought life. He is risen and brings power. And brings peace. The world can't understand him. The art can't defeat him. Schools can't explain him, and the leaders can't ignore him. Herod couldn't kill him. Pharisees couldn't confuse him. The people couldn't hold him. Nero couldn't crush him. Hitler couldn't sound him. The new age can't replace him, and Oprah can't explain him away. He is life, love, longevity, and more. He is goodness, kindness, gentleness, and God. He is holy, righteous. Pure. His ways are right, His word is eternal, His will is unchanging, and His mind is on me. He is my redeemer, He is my savior, He is my guide, He is my peace, He is my joy,
0: He is my comfort, He is my Lord, He rules my life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, I love this little man right here because he break that Bible down to a certain way for me. And then it's with feeling. He, he believed what he's saying. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And whoever taught him that, that's a beautiful thing. He learned it. He didn't just memorize it. Because memorizing, you'll forget. But if you learn it, you can go on. And he would go on and on and on. And I heard the man come and help him out. You know, and go, that's enough. He should have left the little boy alone And let me hear the rest of it Hallelujah, hallelujah So I'm thankful uh, This morning for the word of God And uh, I wanted to share this For Netflix fans uh, They are uh, if, if you have Family member Let's say out of town That's been using your Netflix password To get in and, uh, to watch movies. Well, what they're doing now, they're changing that. And each household, anybody in your household using the same Wi-Fi, you can continue. But if you live someplace else outside of your house, then they're not, they not allowing it. So uh, they say they're going to shut it down. But many has already agreed to leave Netflix they was going to do it but many have left too and there was a group, a grove of them I call them is planning to leave so if they change this thing from where it's at now uh, there may not be a Netflix anymore. I remember uh, what this place is, Blockbusters yeah Blockbusters and uh, I can't think of the name of the other one but they were they were out there for a long time you had to go into the store, get your your, your videos, uh, tapes, and take them home for a certain amount of time. And by a certain date, you had to take them back to the store, and you could purchase more. And uh, that was the thing for a while. You know, people was in and out of Blockbuster, in and out of Blockbuster. But Blockbuster went out. And uh, I was looking at Facebook, I mean, uh, Netflix. They get, they may go out too. Yeah, they may go out. But I found on Netflix some movies that I enjoy watching. Joshua. Anybody ever seen the movie Joshua? Where the man come to town. The church had burned down. Somebody had burned it. And he come to town. And people thought it was Jesus. And I, I tell you, uh, it was just a wonderful movie for me. There are a few more. And so, you know, that I look at on Netflix uh too big too big have some great ones too so you know uh good wholesome movies you know no cussing no foolishness you know blackhead regular movies i call them because in regular movies now everything got to have a sex scene and cussing and uh same-sex and just all kind of stuff that now i'm not interested in and so i just go you know go on and get what i want yeah yeah, yeah, you remember that? We looked forward to rent a movie some, sometime through the week. Um, if it was a light week, I would rent a movie or two. And uh, in the evenings, after homework, after dinner, after the kitchen cleaning and everything, we would watch a, a movie. Yeah. And so I would go to Blockbuster and get some stuff. And my son wanted me to get the movie about Bob Marley back in the day because he wanted me to know who Bob Marley was. And you know, I had never heard of that of the reggae music. So when he played that, I said, "Oh." He said, "Yeah, they call this reggae mama." So he was teaching me some things, you know. Oh, yeah, the BHS. anybody remember the BHS? Be kind and rewind. Yes, sir. You had to rewind it before you took it back. The blockbuster. Yeah, that was back in the day. That's been a while ago. But some of us still remember the blockbuster movies that you could go in and rent. All kind of movies. A whole store full of movies. Yeah, all different kinds. Yeah. Well, I've got to listen to them, but I, I think, for well, Louis, some stuff wasn't in place. <laughs> That's all I can say. Some things wasn't, in the right place, in the mind. But nonetheless, yeah, I uh, enjoyed his, move, his music back in the day. Yeah. So I want to share that a little bit. And if you know something about the net Netflix situation, feel free later on when we open the studio to come in and share with us. Because we want all the information we can get. But this is what the lady told me. It have to be in the same house on the same Wi-Fi. And anybody in the house can use it. But, like, um, let's say you got a son or daughter in the military, you let them use Wi-Fi and they stationed in Texas. They're not allowing it anymore. Yeah, they have to be in the same household with you is what they are saying. Yeah. want to say good morning to everybody. Good morning, Sister Dodd, and good morning, Sister Jerry, and uh, good morning to you, Sion. Good morning to your sister Irene and Pastor David this morning. God bless you, God bless you and a uh, good morning, good morning to your Thelma. God bless you. you show proved me yesterday <laughs> and you said, yeah, Exodus and I was like, Thelma listened to the show today and didn't say nothing, and so I found out she truly was listening yesterday and so thank God for your Thelma. God bless you, God bless you and uh. I got some people coming to get under that little because your work it rained and all of that, and I don't go out and sweep it and do all of that. But I got some people coming to put your work back like you had it. Beautiful out there. Yeah. Thank you so much, ma'am, miss lady. (laughs) God bless you again this morning. So, look, we're going to um, the book of Exodus. I think I gave all the announcements. Okay. We're going to the book of Exodus, and we're looking at the 23rd chapter, and we're starting at verse 1. Because you know what? I learned this too. A good leader, if a good leader teach you, it'll last forever. You, you'll you never forget that t- good teaching. Never. I don't care who they are. If they are good leaders, you won't forget the great teachings that they give you. Uh huh. But we need the right leaders in the right places. I remember um, going to this one church, and, and our church went over to visit their church for an anniversary. And when we got over there, uh, they didn't have any ushers, and I knew this going over there. So I got a friend of mine. We called the bell. She and I went over, and uh, in our cream colored dresses and white gloves, our cream colored gloves, and we served as ushers. Now I I had never really been a trained usher, but I know how I knew how to seat people, you know, get your seat. <laughs> and uh, I knew how to pass fans, you know what I'm saying. And when it came time for offering, I knew how to go to each row and get everybody up, to, you know, give to the Lord. So we went over, and uh, I thought that was just a wonderful time. And the pastor said, wow, I didn't know we had ushers like this. Yeah, he was excited and happy that uh, we were able to go over and represent the church as ushers. When I tell you, it was a beautiful, beautiful thing, and uh, I thank God for it. I thank God for it. I did something here, y'all. The, where is the studio? maybe I, I I did the wrong thing here. Y'all know I do something out of place right now. Let's see. Okay, cause I I don't I don't see blog talk. There we go. My goodness. Okay, I gotta go. O- I gotta go over one. Okay, I messed it up. All right, y'all bear with me. I'm coming. I'm I am coming. And there we go. Okay. Well, let's see if I can go back one more over here. If I can, let's go see. Be... Well, it looks pretty good. I'll leave it alone. Okay. So having a, a great leader is really important. And You know, our pastor, he taught the truth, you know. And sometimes, let me tell y'all some things, too. People can teach the truth and tell you what's right, but they're not living it themselves. But it's okay. You got the truth, and you made a choice to live the truth. You made a choice to stay in God's Word. It don't matter what the pastor do, the president do, or whoever. It don't matter. But it doesn't matter what we do and what we're being taught. And you got to check wits with it. You got to check what they said against the word of God. Pray and go in there and make sure what they're saying is the truth. Yeah. And it's all right today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. But we're going to the book of Exodus and we're about to see uh, what's going on here and God has given rules and regulations over there and uh, he told Moses what to do told Aaron and told the people he talked to the people himself and you know I, excuse me you know I told you about they always said well this is what the Lord said this is what we are going to do we are going to obey what he said sooner than get cloudy they, they go to act in a dungeon every time they go to cutting up. Moses, you brought us out here to kill us in the wilderness. We thirsty. How are we going to get drank? Who's giving us something to drink? Excuse me. Moses, you've been giving bread. Where's the meat? <laughs> I'm telling you, that people, as long as they have it going the way that they want, things are happening to them the way that they want things to happen. Everything is what they call hunky-dory. Everything is A-OK. Oh, we good. We good. We good. Oh, we love Moses. We love him. Aaron, my man, Aaron. Oh, we just love you and your brother. Yeah. As soon as it get cloudy, <laughs> y'all brought us out here to kill us. They <laughs> told. They told Moses, wasn't well, enough graveyards in Egypt? Why you had to bring us way out here to bury us? Just this, oh my goodness. God done delivered you out of bondage. Then guess what? They looked back and saw Pharaoh coming. Oh, of the deal. We're going to die out here, you We're going and die. Look at Pharaoh and all his men. God told Moses, listen, what <laughs> they cried for now? Stand still and see my salvation. Yeah. He opened up the Red Sea. Dry land. Stripped in the middle of dry land. The, walls, the water made walls and they went through. The Pharaoh coming and it got dry. Now they headed on into the wilderness. One thing after another. But they said back there at the Red Sea before they saw Pharaoh. Whatever God said, that's what they were going to do. And, and, and they were going to obey Moses and Aaron, uh, Moses' demand of God. But we saw how they behaved. And some of us, we behaved the same way, even in, in church, the church building that we attend. Something not going the way we think it, or we want to have a meeting. We're going to straighten it out. I thank God I have reverence for his house and reverence for the shepherd of the house. And I don't need to straighten nothing out. If I don't like something that the pastor said or the bishop said, then I'm going in prayer. I'm not fooling around over there and get messed up, you see. Because I may not it may be something I don't understand and I'm kicking against it. But God is having them to do it. So it's best I shut my mouth and pray and trust the Lord. And it would be all right. So let's look at Exodus chapter one. I mean, chapter twenty-three, verse one. And I got both my books. I got uh, the Basic English Bible, and I have the King James version. Yeah, because me, me and James, we go way back, you see. So I rely on what James say, and the Basic English Bible breaks it down. So let's let's take a look at what's going on here. Do not let a false statement go further. Do not make an agreement with evil doers. Did we read this yesterday? I think we did. Let's look at 24. I don't know why I keep writing the same ones down. Yeah, I wrote 23 down. But it's 24. Y'all please forgive me. I'm going to get better. (laughs) I will get better. All right, let's look at 24. And, um, oh, it did, oh, wait a minute, then, what happened? Did it go on its own? All right, let's go to, well, let's just go next. There you go, 24, Bible Simple. And he said to Moses, come up to the Lord, you and Aaron and dad and Abihu and 70 of the chiefs of Israel. And give me worship
2: from a distance, and they come up to the Lord seventy three of them, and they
0: were chiefs of Israel and give me worship from a from a distance, but don't y'all come too close. I am God, yeah, so he said some things again in order. He keep blessing them. He could have took them out of the wilderness and got them in a place and taught and trained them there. But he he knew how they were. He saw how they were. So they were still in the wilderness. Yeah. In the wilderness free now. Nobody had a brick on their neck, foot on their neck. But when it came to paying close attention to the things of God, they would get sidetracked, like we do today, many of us. Chapter 2 says, and Moses only may come near to the Lord. Only Moses. But the others are not come near, and uh, not to come near, and the people may not come up with them. This is 73 that I I, I told you could come. Leaders, elders, you know. Chief officers in place because remember, a while back he put told Moses to go and they get the right people and put them in place. So, in verse 3, then Moses came and put before the people all the words of the Lord and his laws. Moses came and put before the people all the words of the Lord and his laws, and all the people answering with one voice said, Whatever the Lord has said, we will do. Remember that. Remember that. Whatever the Lord has said, we will do. And we got people in the, in, in the buildings. They're doing the same thing. It sounds good. They get scared. Oh, the Lord said that, Pastor. I'm going to do it. No way, Jose. Time, it get a little cloudy. <laughs> See, I can't I can't deal with with Pastor and I'm gonna have to leave him. Cause see, Pastor bird, uh uh-uh, uh, I can't I I'm i am not going to do this. Yeah. But now when he told you about praying for the stimulus money, y'all was all down for it that they passed it. <laughs> and when they passed the bill to give everybody the stimulus money, Pastor Bird was the best thing since slice bread. Yeah, we do all of this. At work, we do it at work. Oh, they're going to come out with some new stuff. The supervisor, Steve told me he wasn't going to do that like that no more. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And you know what? I see a lot of African Americans in Israel. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Whatever the Lord says, <laughs> we'll do. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you that. All of that when Pastor had us to pray for the Stimian and Smut in African-Americans. I'm telling you, I've seen it. Verse 4 says, then Moses put down in writing all the words of the Lord. And he got up early in the morning and made an altar at the foot of the mountain with 12 pillars for the 12 tribes of Israel. Look at here. God giving the laws to Moses right here. He writing them down so he can make it plain. And after he got instructions from the Lord, look now, he made an altar at the foot of the mountain with 12 pillars for the 12 tribes of Israel. When God bless us, how many of us go out and do something unto him? Yeah, how many of us? Verse 5 says, and he sent some of the young men of the children of Israel to make burned offering and peace offerings of oxen. To the Lord. So God told him to sacrifice. Remember that? He told him to have a feast and yeah. Verse 6 says and Moses took half the blood and put it in basins. draining out half the blood over the altar. Moses sacrificed. Yeah. And he took the book of agreement. The book of agreement written it in the hearing of the people and they said everything which the Lord has said we will do and we will keep his laws y'all heard that right yeah they said they would now verse 8 said then Moses took the blood and let it come on the people and said this blood is the sign of the agreement which the Lord has made with you in these words Then Moses and Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and 70 of the chiefs of Israel went up. Verse 10 says, And they saw the God of Israel, and under his feet there was, as it seemed, a jeweled floor, clear as the heaven." My goodness. Woo! I, I wanted to see that. Yes, under his feet. Yeah, There was, as it seemed, a jeweled floor, clear as the heaven. Wow. I wonder, under seat. I, I was trying to think on it, but it did colors. Colors. Yeah. God liked beautiful things. Yeah, he made beautiful things. Hallelujah. I have a place where Uh, coming back from Orlando, or you could be coming back from Miami. Anyway, you hit it, back north on 95. And there's a a lake and the trees on the side. Every time I pass that, I look for that. It's like something you would put on a Hallmark card. It's absolutely beautiful. Man really basically had nothing to do with that. Now he built the freeway across it
5: but he didn't have nothing
0: to do with that view. That's God. And in the sky Oh, it even in the winter, even in the summer, it is absolutely naturally beautiful. I, I can, In the fall, I can drive from here. Let's say I drive from here to Atlanta. Certain routes I can take. You see the trees with the Fall colors on them, green, brown, yellow, orange. Oh, it is absolutely gorgeous. And I leave early because I like to see that. I like to ride through that fall. It's, 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 It's not freezing cold, but it is nice and chilly outside. Yeah. So I like all that kind of carrying on. And that's the making of God. Yeah, that's not man. 11 says, and he put not his hands on the chiefs of the children of Israel. They saw God and took food and drank. They saw God and took food and drank. They didn't see his face on his feet. Beautiful colors, I'm sure. They're clear as the heaven. I'm sure it looks like glass or something. I don't know. I can't even imagine it. Oh, ah excited right there. And the Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and take your place there. And I will give you the stones on which I have put in writing the law and the orders, so that you may give the people knowledge of them. Yeah, he going up to get them them the commandments. 13 says then Moses and Joshua his servant got up and Moses went up into the mountain of God. 14 says, and he said to the chief, keep your places here till we come back to you. Aaron and her are with you. If anyone has any cause, let him go to them. Y'all got any problem, check, go to Aaron or go to her. H-U-R. 15 says that Moses went up into the mountain, and it was covered by the cloud. 16, and the glory of the Lord was resting on Mount Sinai. And the cloud was over it for six days. And on the seventh day, he said, Moses, name out of the cloud. And on the seventh day, he said, Moses, name out of the cloud. Call out to Moses. Oh, that was beautiful. 17 says, and the glory of the Lord was like a flame on the top of the mountain before the eyes of the children of Israel. So they could look and see the fire. <laughs> yeah, they got to see the fire. Eighteen, and Moses went up the mountain into the clouds and was there for 40 days and 40 nights. Wow, he got to spend that time with God. My goodness. Ooh-wee, I know he couldn't come too close, but just to be in the presence like that. You know, just to know he's right there with you like that. And he's with us like that today. He won't leave us, not forsake us. He'll be with us until the end. But do we believe it? That's what we got to believe. Hallelujah. So over in 25, it says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Say to the children of Israel that they are to make me an offering from every man who has the impulse in his heart, take an offering for me. So, in other words, every man that giveth it willingly, with his heart, he should take my offer. Now, if he's not willing to give it, don't don't take it. God loves a cheerful giver, even back then. Yeah, he is the same back then as he is today. Yeah, nothing has changed about it. Yeah. Verse 3 says, and this is the offering you are to take from them, gold and silver and brass and blue and purple and red, and the best linen and goat's hair. Verse 5, and sheepskins colored red and leather and hardwood. Verse 6, oil for the light, spices for the sweet-smelling oil, sweet perfume for burning. Verse 7, barrels and stones of value to be put on the ephod and on the priest's bag. Verse 8, and let them make me a holy place so that I may be ever present among them. He loved his people. When he got through making us and everything, and he saw what he made and he said it was good, he took his rest on the seventh day. After he made them, heaven, earth, man, yeah, he loved his people. So in verse 8, and let them make me a holy place so that I may be ever present among them. He didn't want to leave us. God want us to stay with him. He want to be with us. But sin separates. Evil separates man from God. If we could work on getting our hearts and our minds right, come out from among them that are evil. Come out from among them that heart is not right. Be separated. Let him be our God, and He will be among us, and we won't have, have to I'm searching, you don't have to search him, you'll know where to find it. Your children will know where to find Him. Your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your great-great-grandchildren will know where to find God, because we stayed with him, and we allowed him to be among us by obeying his His words. Hallelujah. Nine says, "Make the house of everything in it from the design which I will give you." Now we we know we know nobody have a mind like God, and nobody have all of the ooh, really really classy. Uh, I can't even give it a name because it is beyond us. He have things we've never heard of, we've never seen before. So he gonna give the desire to build a place where he wanna dwell with us, where he wanna be ever present with us. He gonna make the desire. Verse 10 says, and they are to make an ark of hardwoods, two and a half cubits long and a cubit and a half wide and high. Eleven says it is to be plated inside and out with the best gold, with an edge of gold all around it. We, we, we're gonna go to one song. I gotta go check on this right quick. And when we come back, we still talking about God giving the leadership the plan. I'm gonna call it. God is giving leadership the plan. And uh the people are going to be in on it. And they saying now before all of this, they're gonna obey God. We're gonna do what he said, we're gonna do it just his way. Yeah. Let's go to this one.
3: Nehemiah 8 and 6 and Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. And all the people answered. Amen. Amen. Lifting up their hands, they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. When we receive a word from the Lord, our answer should be, Amen. Let
2: the church say, Amen. Let the church say, Amen.
1: Let the church. church Say amen. God has spoken. So let the church <laughs> say amen. amen. Let the church, let them say amen. If you believe the word, let the whole church say amen. God has spoken So let the church Say Amen Lift your hands Lift your hands God has spoken So let the church Say Amen Thank you Lord So let the church say it. about But also for your spirit Jesus in the morning radio And you're with Barbara
0: Hallelujah, hallelujah Let the church, Bishop Marvin Winan, Say amen Yeah, that's a beautiful thing Say amen to God I agree Lord, but whatever you say And I thank you Uh huh. Praise him Yeah, give to God Because he's the author and finisher Of our faith and there's none like him. Yeah, we can search all over. I'm with my We don't find nobody. Nobody greater than Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So listen, we're moving right along. Exodus 25 and verse 11 said, It is to be plated in inside and out with the best gold. With an edge of gold all around it. Now, I tell you, I'm not worthy like God. I'm no, nowhere near a, 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 a grain of nothing. But it makes me feel like I should look for the best, y'all. <laughs> Maybe I should wear the best shoes, the best hats. Yeah. And I, I do understand why people do all of that. But some people get carried away with it. And they think they all are bad and they just got to have it like that. But no, I, I'm representing God that he gives the best. I can have the best if I choose to. Hallelujah. 12 says, and make four rings of gold for it to be fixed on its feet. Two rings on one side of it and two on the other. 13 says, and make rods of the same wood, plaiting them with gold. I bet that was beautiful. 14 says, and put the rods through the rings at the size of the ark for lifting it. The rods are to be kept in the rings and never taken out. 16 says, inside the ark, you ought to put the record, which I will give you. 17, but I got to go back to 16, which I will give you. I'm going to give you a record to put inside the ark. Don't, don't put nothing else in there but what I'm telling you to put in there. 17, and you are to make a cover of the best gold, two and a half cubits long and a cubit and a half wide. He says, let, let, let me look at something right quick. Let me look at something right quick. Let's look at cupid. Yeah, let me look at that right there. I should have put a cubit." An ancient measure of length approximately equal to the length of a forearm. You know, the the part of your arm between your elbow and your hand, it was typically about 18 inches or 44 centimeters, Though though there were a long cubit of about 21 inches or 52 centimeters. So about the forearm, yeah, between, I believe that's between the elbow and the hand, yeah. Okay, we're moving on, we move moving on, but you can look it up, you can look it up when you get your spare time, and that'll give you something to do that you can keep your mind on God. Yeah, look that up, the cubic. Uh 18 says, and at the two ends of the cover, you are to make two winged ones of hammered gold. 19, one, one at one end and one at the other. The winged ones are to be part of the cover. 20 says, and their wings are to be outstretched over the cover, and the winged ones are to be opposite one another, facing the cover. Verse 21 says, and put the cover over the ark, and in the ark the record which I will give you. 22, and there between the two winged ones, on the cover of the ark, I will come to you face to face, and make clear to you all the orders I have to give you for the children of Israel. He's talking to Moses, telling Moses, I'm going to come to you face to face and give you the rest of the laws, the rest of the things I want the children of Israel to know. And to do. 23 says, And you are to make a table of the same wood, two cubits long, a cubit wide, and a cubit and a half high, plated with the best gold, with a gold edge all around it. Oh, I know that was a beautiful table. 25 says, And make a frame all around it, as wide as a man's hand, with a gold edge to the frame. And make a frame all around it, as wide as a man's hand, with a gold edge to the frame. 26 says, and make four gold rings and put them at the four angles on the four feet of the table. Twenty-seven says the rings are to be fixed under the frame to take the rods with which the table is to be lifted. Twenty-eight, make rods of the same wood plated with gold for lifting the table. Twenty-nine, and make the table vessels, the spoons and the cups and the bases for liquids. All of the best gold. Make this out of the best gold. (laughs) <laughs> 30 says, and on the table at all times you are to keep my holy bread. So was this a communion table? Let's go a little further. 31 says, and you are to make a support for life of the best gold. Its base, its pillar are to be of hammered gold. Its cups, its buds, and its flowers are to be made of the same metal. It is to have six branches coming out from its sides. Three branches from one side and three branches from the other and three from the other. 33, every branch having three cups made like almond flowers. Every cup with a bud and a flower on all the branches. That's why they dress that pulpit up and the offering and in, in communion table. And on the pillar, four cups, like almond flowers, every one with its bud and its flower. And under every two branches, a bud made with the branch for all the six branches of it. 36, the bud and the branches are to be made of the same metal all together one complete work of hammered gold. Then you ought to make it seven vessels for the lights, putting them in their place so that they give light in front of it. Oh, I know that was beautiful. And the instruments and trays for use with it are all to be of the best gold. <laughs> Hallelujah. 39, a talent of gold will be needed for it with all these vessels and see that you make them from the design which you saw on the mountain. Yeah, God talking to Moses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see let's see about the next one. Let's see about twenty six. Yeah. I just I could only imagine. I could only imagine. But Moses got to see all of this and get the instructions for all of this and handle all of this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as human beings, we get frustrated, angry, we get tired, and all of that. And God understands, but he said we can even be angry, but sin not. I can be frustrated, but don't sin. Yeah. I can be aggravated, but don't sin. If I'm aggravated and frustrated and you call me, I'm not answering the phone. Uh uh-uh, <laughs> uh not that day. not that time. After I come out of prayer I can talk to anybody. Yeah. Because sometimes aggravation and frustration make you say and do some things you, you shouldn't do or say. Yeah. So we must be careful. We must be careful. And people say I fuss all the time, but I I, I don't see it as fussing because if I love you, I'm gonna tell you the truth. If I love you, I want you to do what's right before the Lord. Because his eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. And I guess I've just been a mother so long, I just got that mother thing about me. (laughs) And it's all right today in Jesus' name. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so listen, we're going on to 26 and verse 1. It says, and "You ought to make a house for me. Listen to this, and you ought to make a house for me with ten curtains of the best linen, blue and purple and red. Work with the of we ones by a good workmen. Uh, in other words, find the best professional man that you know do this kind of stuff. Go, go, go where it is." It, pure is, is the best and and get these things to be in my house.
2: Yeah.
0: Over in King James in, in 26 and 1, it says, Moreover thou shalt make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen and blue and purple and scarlet with cherubims of cunning work shalt thou make them. Verse 2 says, Every curtain is to be 28 cubits long and four cubits wide all of the same measure. make them all the same size three says five curtains are to be joined together and the other five are to be joined together four says and you are to put twist a blue cord on the edge of the outside curtain of the first group of five and on the edge of the outside curtain of the second group of five. I know that was tight work right there. Verse five says, fifty twists on one curtain and fifty on the other, the twist to be opposite one another. Verse six says, Then make fifty gold hooks, joining the curtains together. By the hooks and in his way, in this way, the house will be made. Verse 7 says, and you are to make curtains of goat's hair or a tent over the house, even curtains. Eleven curtains, I'm sorry. Eleven curtains. Every curtain is to be thirty cubits long and four cubits wide. All of the same measure." Verse 9 says, five of these curtains are to be joined together and the other six are to be joined together the six being folded over to make a hanging in front of the tent. And you are to put 50 twists of cord on the edge of the outside curtain of one group and 50 twists on the edge of the outside curtain of the other group. 11 says, then make 50 brass hooks and put the hooks into the twist, joining the tent together to make it one. 12 says, in the folded part, which is over the curtains of the tent. The half curtain, which is folded back, will be hanging down over the back of the house. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He's a designer, I tell you. Thirteen says, and the cubit, which is over the tin curtain, at the sides, will be hanging over the two sides of the house as a cover. And then you are to make a cover for, t- for the tent of sheepskins, colored red, and a cover of leather over that. Fifteen says that you are to make upright boards of hardwood for the house. Sixteen, every board is to be ten cubits high and a cubit and a half wide. Seventeen, every board is to be joined to the one nearest to it by two tongues. And so for every board in the house, eighteen, these are the boards needed for the house Twenty boards for the south side. Nineteen with forty silver bases under the twenty boards, two bases under every board to take its tongues. And twenty boards for the second side of the house on the north side. Ah uh, yeah. God is safe. <laughs> he told them what he would do. Yeah. He told them what he would do and that's what he's doing. He's giving him the design of the place where he want to dwell. Because he want to forever be among man. His, his creation, he made us. Hallelujah. For his pleasure. And it pleased God that he made us. Now he put together a house where he can dwell. And man can always know that God is there. But how many times have we run God away? We run him away. Talk about some foolishness we talking about.
2: And he can't he can't take sin.
0: Yeah. And you're not going nowhere, so he just go on. Mm-hmm. His intentions is hoping that you will come to repentance. You will come to your right mind, repent and ask God to that sound mind he gave you and ask God to forgive you. He wants that for every man, the believer and the non believer. He wants you to believe and come to him. He wanna be among man always, forever. Again. He don't want to leave us, and he don't want us to leave him. He want us to be together. But we must reverence him as God, and he's holy and not be doubtful. I imagine that really hurt God's feeling for you to doubt him, and he made you for his pleasure. He didn't have to make us. He could have made trees to cry out. He could have put trees with a mouth and some eyes, Ears, a nose, and feet. And let the trees walk around. But he made man for his pleasure. God loves an assembly of people. He loved a lot of people being there. And He's worthy of the worship, the praise, the honor, the glory. He's worthy. The more, the merrier. Hallelujah. So 20 says, and 20 boards for the second side of the house on the north. 21 with their 40 silver bases, two under each board. And six boards for the back of the house on the west with two boards for the angles of the house at the back. The two are to be joined together at the base and at the top to one ring forming the two angles, 25. 25 says, so there are to be eight boards with their 16 silver bases, two bases under every board. 26 says, and make rods of the same wood, five for the boards on the one side. Twenty-seven says, and five for the boards on the other side of the house, and five for the west side of the house at the end. Twenty-eight says, and the middle rod is to go through the rings of all the boards from end to end. Twenty-nine says, and the boards are to be plated with gold, having gold rings for the rods to go through, and the rods are to be plated with gold. 30 says, and you are to make the house from the design which you saw on the mountain. Now, James is saying a a lot of different things than what you're hearing, but it's the same thing. It's just broken down where you can understand a little bit better what's going on. 31 says, and you are to make a veil of the best linen, blue and purple and red, Work with designs desires of wing ones by good work. Again, go get the best. Go get the best that can put this together. 32, hanging it by the gold hooks from four pillars of wood, plated with gold and fixed in silver bases. And you are to put up the veil under the hooks and put inside it the ark of the law. The veil is to be a division between the holy place and the most holy. Thirty-four says you are to be put. You are to put the cover on the ark of the law inside the most holy place, and outside the veil you are to put the table and the support for the lights opposite the table on the south on the south side of the house, and the table is to be on the north side, and you are to make a curtain for the doorway of the tent of the best linen with needlework of blue and purple and red. 37 says, and make five pillars for your curtain of hardwood plated with gold. Their hooks are to be of gold and their brasses and their bases of brass. Oh yeah, we got a little more time. We're going to go a little bit further and see if we can finish the other one. Uh, I I hope you're not asleep, but if you are, that's fine. But I like this kind of stuff. It it tells you a lot um, that God is able to do. And I go back to this. Our eyes have not seen and our ears have not heard the things that God got in store for us when we go back with Him. But guess what? He has some stuff right here on the earth
2: that we have not seen. Yeah. And okay,
0: and and we, that we have not seen, and we couldn't even comprehend that, we couldn't even imagine it. Yeah, you know, we couldn't put it together—the cubist and the limb and the this and the that and the weaving in and the da 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 right here on the earth. And I told you about the picture. That's what I'm gonna call it. Coming back. Uh, from I-4 down 94 head north. Only God could make that. Only God could have designed that view. Yeah. And a lot of things we get from him. Yeah, you, you see the communion table, the offering table, and a lot of the designs on those tables are absolutely beautiful, great woodwork. Stained glass windows. Some of that stuff is beautiful. Yeah. God has some designs we, we we couldn't even imagine. Yeah. I know some decorators. Oh, wow, I have a niece. And this girl can decorate. I have a daughter-in-law. Well, an ex-daughter-in-law, they call her. Jackie, she can decorate. The one y'all hear on that say, "Look at Ricky, look at Ricky." Her, she can really decorate a house. But God have the best designs. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I wouldn't decorate my house without praying. Lord, you give me the design. You give me the idea of what to put in here. Hallelujah. You give me the colors. Cause let me tell you. The colors gonna just bring peace. Ooh, just rest in peace. The colors that he gives. Hallelujah. Verse 2 says, but horns at the four angles of it made the same, plaiting it all with brass. 3 says, and make it all, make all its vessels the baskets, but taking away the dust of the fire. The stays and the basins and needle hooks and fire trays of brass. You know the things they used in that. the, the baskets were taking away the dust of the fire. You know, if if they had a let's say a fireplace, then you know you're getting the coals and all of that that was left in there, or whatever. It might have been nothing but dust because they burnt up everything. Yeah, and so and make a network of brass with four brass rings at its four angles. Verse 5, and put the network under the shelf round the altar so that the net comes halfway up the altar. 6 says, and make rods for the altar of hardwood plated with brass. 7, and put the rods through the rings at the two opposite sides of the altar for lifting 8, the altar is to be hollow. Board it in with wood. Make it from the design which you saw on the mountain. Verse nine, and let there be an open space round the house with hangings for its south side of the best linen, and hundred cubit long. Ten says, their twenty pillars and their twenty bases are to be of brass. The hooks of the pillars and their brands are to be of silver. And on the north side, in the same way, hangings 100 cubits long with 20 pillars of brass on bases and of brass, bases of brass. Their hooks and their bands are to be of silver. 12 says, and for the open space on the west side, the hangings are to be 50 cubits wide with 10 pillars and 10 bases. 13 says, and on the east side, the space is to be 50 cubits wide. 14, on the one side of the doorway will be hanging 15 cubits long with three pillars and three bases. 15, and on the other side, hanging 15 cubits long with three pillars and three bases. 16, and cross the doorway. A veil of 20 cubits of the best linen, made of needlework of blue and purple and red, with four pillars and four bases. Seventeen, all the pillars round the open space are to have silver bands with hooks of silver and bases of brass. Eighteen, the open space is to be 100 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, with side 5 cubits. High curtain with the best linen, with bases of brass, nineteen all the instruments for the work of the house, and all its nails and the nails of the open space are to be of brass. Twenty says, give orders to the children of Israel to give you clear olive oil for the lights, so that a light may be burning there at all times. Let Aaron and his son put this in order. Evening and morning before the Lord, inside the tent of meeting, outside the Baal, which is before the ark. This is to be an order forever, from generation to generation, to be kept by the children of Israel. I think it was the Levites that are priests. And so he let, he said, let Aaron and his sons put this in order, evening and morning before the Lord, inside the tent of meeting, outside the veil, which is before the ark. This is to be an order forever, from generation to generation, to be kept by the children of Israel. Yeah, God had priests. When I look back and I remember David running from Saul, because Jonathan, him and Jonathan had an agreement to bring the little boy out there and David shoot the arrow and the boy go to get it and if he said this, that means Saul was still gonna kill him. So Jonathan made sure he knew that Saul was gonna kill him. Don't come back to the palace because you're dead if you do. So David went on running. And along the way, he picked up people. You know, people who was on the run from, from the king and the, uh, the army of the king. He ended up with 600 men. And, uh, but before he got there, he went to the priest who went to the house, the tabernacle. And the priest was there and he asked the priest, was there any bread? He told him, no, nothing but the show bread, you know. That Holy Bread, that's all here. And David said, let me get a little bit of that. <laughs> I'm hungry. And uh, he said, do you have a sword here, you know, a weapon? He said, all we got is a sword that you use to cut Goliath's head off. David said, let me get that up off, out of you, too. Yeah, let me get that up off you because I'm going to eat all of this. And he went on. Well, when Saul found out he had been over there at the temple or the tabernacle and the priest that assisted David, he killed his whole family. He killed the priest and his family for helping David. Let me tell you, when that devil come in, he comes in. And and, and he, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's not playing no games like us. We go to church and lift in our hands. And, oh, I love the Lord. Preach, pastor! And get right out of church and go cuss somebody out. Get right out of church and go do evil. Get right out of church and go fornicate. Commit adultery. Get drunk, get high. I'm not telling you what
2: they told me. I'm telling you what I know. Mm. Mm. Well,
0: get right out of church and go gossiping.
2: Mm. Mm. Thank you, Lord.
0: Yeah. So, David continued on, and he was successful. He was victorious. Now, Saul was the one with all the king men and the palace and all these things. But David was victorious. Saul died. Anybody remember that? Yeah. Disobedience was the cause of his death. God told him, if you read the book of 1st and 2nd Samuel, you'll find out about this. God told David to go over there and kill the Amalekites. Don't leave nothing living. He went over there and let the men dictate to him what he was going to do, not what God said to do. He told him, don't bring no spoils out of there. Don't bring no gold, no silver, none of that. The Amalekite stuff, don't bring it out to camp. Leave it over there. The men saw, oh, this is a good gold basin, you know. Oh, look at this gold goblin. Oh, my wife would love this this uh <laughs> this this uh goldware. Not silverware, gold, real gold. Oh, she loved to serve this to, you know, have this for when she have guests over and uh, they can eat out of this. He said, Leave it over there. Kill the king, the Amalekite, everything over there. Kill it. David butted up with the Amalekite king. God said, kill it, didn't he? He done butted up with the king and brought this man to his table. The king's table. The prophet Samuel come over there and said, David, what is this? What do I obeyed God. He said, now, nah, David, I hear bleeding sheep bleeding. Sheep in my ear. What is this? I think that lie nine confess up. Well the men they uh they saw some stuff was good and they wanted it. So uh they brought it back. But what is this king of the Amalekites doing sitting at the head of your table and God told you to kill him? Saw fell on the king. I- Hisself, Samuel, Samuel, the prophet Samuel, fell on the king himself with the sword and killed him right there. After that, David was in, I mean, Saul was in trouble here. Coming in to become king, he was, you know, a little humble and everything and shy a little bit. And that's just like people. After he got his feet on in the door. And he found out the offerings that's offered to a king, he lost his mind.
5: And many of us are like that today. You can't give us too much now. You give us too much, we lose our
0: mind and we go
2: to doing dumb stuff. Stupid stuff. My dream, cloud is a Rolls Royce. That's a dream car. I like a Honda Element. Yeah, I like all that. I like a Jaguar, too. But
0: I became queen. Or let's say I became the president of these United States. And I'm making more money than I ever made. I'm going to get the Rolls Royce. I'm going to get the Jaguar. I'm going to get the Honda Element. And whatever other car I say. All at the same time, I'm going to have this
6: foolishness.
0: Can't drive but one car at a time. I thank God for a sound mind because my mind would tell me, you got all of this now. How many more people can you feed? How many more people crying in America, we are hungry. How many hungry children are there left? How many homeless people do we really have and can we make some kind of housing for them? Now, those who don't want to go in because either the addiction or mental health won't allow them to go inside a building because they think they'll be trapped and burned and die. That's what these spirits interpret to them. So for those kind of people, you will have to have a tent community. And you'll have to have somebody walk in the ground, more than one person, two people at a time. So if I had all that money, that's what I would be doing. After I build the farm. Or while I'm building the farm, I will be taking care of that too. You see? But if you give us too much,
2: we lose our mind. so Saul so lost his mind. He
0: lost the faith. Because
2: so guess what? He he had messed up.
0: And he told Samuel, when, after Samuel died, he went to the witch and had the witch to bring up Samuel from the dead. That's why when people talk about these people that's giving messages from the dead to their family member oh, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is true. You see what's happened with Saul? He went to that witch. And she said, who you want to bring up? He said, bring up Samuel. He said, oh, no, this all the king. You're going to kill me. Because he said, because any witches, any witchcraft, any of that stuff, voodoo and all that being practiced in the land, he was going to kill them. He going to kill all the witches and the soothsayers and everybody. So she uh, he said, no, no, I'm not going to kill you. Bring me up Samuel from the grave. Samuel, come up. He said, Saul, what is it you want? In other words, I'm trying to rest. My work here is done. What you calling me up for? So I said to Samuel, you gone. I can't hear from God. I don't know what's going to happen. I want to know what's going to happen. Samuel said, by this time tomorrow, Saul, you and all your sons will be dead. Sometimes it's just best not to go look for a word. (laughs) I'm telling you. Sometimes it's just not go look, don't go looking for the prophet and the prophet. Don't leave that alone. Pray and trust God. But one day that news you get chasing behind a word, it's not going to be what you really want. It may be something that when you didn't have a spirit of fear, now it has put the spirit of fear in you. Because what they told you, now you're scared. The prophet Samuel told Saul, up from the grave, by this time tomorrow, you and your sons will be dead. And it came to pass. The witch told Saul, say, eat a little something. You need to
2: eat something. Yeah. You see where he went? Went to the
0: witch. Now he said anybody that's practicing he was going to kill him. But when when things got silent for him, he couldn't hear from God. God had taken that anointing away and gave it to his neighbor David. I mean, you butted with the enemy against God. He said, kill everything over there with them Amalekites. You wouldn't do it. Now you done ran to the witch and conjured up the prophet of God from the dead to give you a word. You see how man mind thinks? I'd have been rolling in the dirt. I went out to take a bath in the ocean. I'd have been rolling around in the ocean begging God, Lord, please you're gracious and merciful, God. I'm, I'm like uh, 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 the boy on Bumpy Johnson. You're gracious and merciful man. God, please give me another chance. I have learned my lesson. But he saw, saw hard and how he budded with the enemy. Some people say, oh, that wasn't no big. We all disobey. Uh-uh, uh-uh. This was a different kind of disobedience. You might have went to the club and had a few drinks and had a good time and went on home and repented, went to church Sunday morning and Monday. You say, I ain't going to never do that no more and never does it. There are certain things we cannot do. It's an abomination unto God, and that particular sin is unto death. Not all sin is unto you dying on the scene. But some sin, that that uh, Saul so did, it was unto death. God took him on out of here. And he could not come back. Saul so knew better. We know better. But we know God loves us and we know he's gracious and merciful. And so we'll try. We will try him. I'm raising my right hand right now because I've, I've been guilty. I have tried him too. No one did, and he said, if you do it's wrong and you do it, it's no longer wrongdoing. It's a sin. And that's what he said. I mean, you can hold it against me, but I wasn't there when God inspired man to write it.
2: But I believe it. Because the word of God is true. Yeah. So love, Oh, I like that. Yeah,
0: God is faithful to us, his people. He wish that none would perish. Even those that have come to the altar and said, I do to him, those that say I'm saved. Sometimes you hear people say, I'm saved, I'm sanctified, I'm five baptized. They say all kind of stuff, but you look at the action. Because this is what God's word says. Know them that labor among you. He told us not to judge. But I can hear what you say and look at what you're doing. And there are a lot of people that's going through in this hour. Some people use drugs and their mind got messed up. But do you know that calling that God had on their life, that calling is still there? Some of them try to do it. But many haven't learned to go to God and put their burdens on the altar and leave them there. Some some haven't learned how to go to God and ask for God for spiritual things. But we know how to ask for something natural, natural things. My big toe hurt, Lord, heal my toe. Lord, they tell me I give me a slip on the job, Lord, don't let that happen. Give me the right words to go in there and what to say. But how many pray the prayer faith, Lord, let this mind be in me that was in your son, Christ Jesus, a mind of obedience unto your voice and unto your words. Give me a hunger and a thirst after righteousness. Teach me how to be holy because you are holy. And without holiness, no man will see you. Father, I want to be a vessel set aside unto you. Sanctify me. Cleanse me and set me aside unto yourself. I do want to be used by you. I don't want to be used by Larry, Tom, and John no more. But men and women, let men use them. Lord, the man, I, I, I don't want to be used by Sharon and, and Cindy and, and Carol and Linda no more. I only want to be used by you. Dealing with a spiritual God, we must give him spiritual things. He loves to chip and give us, so when you give, he multiplies back to you. We call it planting because if you look at God, he'd do a lot of sayings and things like a farmer. he He give the, the, the uh, parables of a farmer. So we, do, we know about planting and reaping. If I plant, I'm going to reap something. Something's going to come up from what I planted. Whatever I planted is coming back, in other words. If you plant squash, you're going to get squash. Let's say the squash is a dollar. You plant a dollar, okay, you get $2. You're going to go on a bit further and plant tomatoes. That's $5. You get $10 back. You're going to go a little bit further and you're going to plant one of my favorite vegetables, an eggplant. That's $10. Whatever you plant, that's what's coming back double. Sometimes... It depending on where you planted it at. If it's true fertile ground, anointed fertile ground, you may plant ten dollars and get three hundred back. It depends on where you plant And your motive behind your planting is important too. Because we just plant to get back. We we're not just planting because God loves the chip for I'm happy to get his little hot uh, uh, $300 over here a $100 over there. I'm happy to do it because I know God. He's a God that he won't lie. Every time I have a planet, he multiplies. Because he showed me where to plant. Inspiration ministry is, is one of the places. Divine truth and deliverance ministry is another place. I've never planted to these places and God didn't multiply it back. The harvest came back. I sowed and I got to reap. I sowed and I got a harvest. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And one more thing while we own it, because we're almost at 9 o'clock. But listen, a good leader is real important. A good spiritual leader is very important. And if you got a good one, you need to take care of them, pray for them,
5: pray fast and pray for them. You have a good pastor and you know he's good.
0: He's following the word of God. He speaks life into your life. He's there for you and your family if anything happens. But most of all, he keeps you and your family on the altar. He trained your children. Listen, this kind of
2: pastor, you need to look out for him or her.
0: Moses is a good leader, believe it or not. He's a good leader. But Moses got frustrated and aggravated. And sin did wrong in the sight of God. And God let him know, hey, Moses, I'm going to let you see the promised land, but I'm not going to allow you to go over there. You're going to get to hear all of this, and we're going to get to all of that in the book of Exodus. Some things God has told us to do, and we started out doing it and got frustrated and and. and, and, and did just messed up. We even told the people all by themselves. That's not what he told us to do. Patience is a virtue. He said to have patience. Let patience have a perfect work that you may be entire and wanting for nothing. Guess why? When it's time, when it's time come, when time come, I should say, to serve if you've been having patience, you've been working on your patience, you won't get so agitated, aggravated, frustrated. You'll be able to sit back and relax. Like I said, some days I fuss. Because I love y'all. And and people think it's me. My children make the same mistake. My children make the mistake. My 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 uh oh. My associates make the mistake. I'm telling you something, and you don't know the difference when God's speaking and I'm speaking. And it'll get you in trouble whether you believe it or not.
2: God told you to do something, but you you don't hear that. I can
0: even tell you God said to do this. You can't hear that because that's not what you want to do. It's your thing. You're going to do what you want to do, and you're going to end up in trouble. God's telling you to do this because he knows what's coming later down the line. And what's coming later, you can't really handle. So if you do what he said in April, you won't have to worry about it in June. If you did what he said in January, in May, you don't have to worry about it because you obeyed See, he got your back when you're obeying because he see what's coming your way. You don't see. So he's telling you things to do to block what's coming. You can send that back to the pits of hell never to return while you obey God. But we don't want to do all of that. Again, it's my thing. I want to do what I want to do. And they make the sad mistake when God is using my mouth to bless them. Many of them think it's me, or many of them say, well, now my pastor ain't said that. Okay, but God said it. And if you knew God, you could obey. My sheep know my boys, and a stranger, they will not answer. Now, that's the word. That's not Bible. That's the word of God. That 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 has that nothing to do with Bible. We got to get the right leaders in the right place. It makes a great difference. It makes the biggest difference you'll ever want to see. That's why I thank God for my pastor. I'm under the right man. There's a word of song that says, I was in the right place, but it must have been the wrong time. Anybody ever heard that? Y'all know I can't say. <laughs> but yeah, I'm in the right place at the right time with the right leader. This man don't come against me. He don't harass me. He don't aggravate me. His wife is the pastor. And if she asks me to do something and I'm available and I can't do it, I am on it. Thank you, Jesus. I am on it. Why is that, Barbara? Obedience is better than the sacrifice. If I obey this woman that God has put to bless me, I'm going to be blessed. Yeah. And I am blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I see my friend Brenda. Yeah. Listen, this is the thing. We got to sell out to God with our whole heart. We can't give him a part of it, give it all to him. Because the people have told us it's so easy. And God has made it easy. Yes, he has. But this is a suffering way. It, things you want to do, you can't do that. It's against the word of God. Just like he gave them them gave the laws. First, he told them what to do to be right with him to have a better life. That's why he gave those first instructions, not the Ten Commandments, where he gave the first instructions to the children of Israel so that they could have a better life and they may have been able to come out the wilderness earlier. God come and give us his word through the preacher, through the minister, through the bishop, through the prophet, the evangelist. We take it or leave it. Now, when they come down at the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy, when they come down, oh, yeah, you're going to get the big benefit. I see that money. Oh, God is so good. God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. Foolishness. You don't mean that. Just like they said, Israel said this. Oh, God said that we're going to follow what he said. We're going to keep them laws. You ain't keeping nothing, but keeping up a bunch of foolishness. Now that you can keep up. And acting like a donkey before the Lord. (laughs) I'm telling you. Many times we've told God what we was not going to do and how it was going to be, and that is that without even moving our lips. It's your thoughts. A thought is a thing. If you think it, you may as well do it. Because the thought carries just as much weight as the actual itself of thought. That's why he told them men don't think on these women like this. Don't don't have lust for thought for women. But what the pastor got to do is she got to, you know, dress right and train the ladies in the church to dress as becoming a holiness. Because you coming in there looking like a prostitute, a man, he, he think different than women. But now I'm getting to see women is wickeder and wiser. They thinking like me. So you're going to travel and by the offering plate with the tight dress and the shorts. And you got the, uh, 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 as Jerry called it, the hooker lane haircut. And you out there just a strut. You got the stilettos on. You got the coach purse.
5: So he see you, he see what you got.
0: I've seen brothers say, Lord, have mercy and hold their head down. <laughs> Another brother I know, Brother Jesse, he from Miami, but he was living in Orlando. And boy, we used to talk about the goodness of the Lord every day. And we call them war stories. And we used to tell our war stories when we was out there in the world. But Jesse said, hey, look here. I'm going to need you to talk to those sisters in the church. I said, what's going on, Brother Jesse? He said, them women come and put their breasts on me. And the next time, what them do doing, I'm going to peel on them. Look, look, look. Brother Jesse, please don't do that. Don't do that. I was so tickled. I said, who thinks like this? But he was sick and tired of this because some women would just rub against him. Because he was fine. I, I got to get blood yesterday. Good looking. Oh, my goodness. Natural waves in his hair. You understand? So the women, some of them, you know, they hadn't been delivered yet. They was coming to Bible study, but they wasn't getting the study in them. They wasn't hiding in their heart. <laughs> that they might not sin against God. So they ain't coming on to him in a sly way because they're in church. Jessica said, let one of them do it again. I said, please don't do that, brother Jessica, let me talk to you. So I'll be on down there. I'll be on down there. You can talk to me. I suggested, don't you touch me. not one of these women. You say, evangelist you need to make an announcement. This, this foolishness, Yeah, it, it, you see, you, you don't understand what a man can go through with this. but well, lust and lust, fight lust and fight lust, Brother Jesse. But some things can hurt a man. I said, okay, Brother Jesse, I don't know about what all that. And he said, and I'm coming down there, I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. And the pastor up looking like this. Like she out of Hollywood. He said, come out from among them and be separated. I'll be your God and you be my people. But we too busy wanna look. I don't know what we're going through. Women, a face wash, clean combed hair. And you in there like swimmer. Clean, fresh clothes. A good shower, a good bath. Uh huh. I like perfume, so we put perfume on sometimes, body sprays, all kinds, lotions, and potions. <laughs> but all that other extra stuff, you 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 don't have to have that. I had a a, a sister. She was married, and she told me she said I I wear the makeup and all of that. Every and then I get done a new wig, and I try to wig out on my husband at first before I wear it out in public. And the makeup, I don't do all that. And uh, she said, every now and then, I buy a tight-bitten, couple of outfits for my husband. So when we home, uh, we might be relaxing or whatever, getting ready to, you know, put something together in the house or desk, a chair. She said, I put my outfit on. <laughs> but it's for my husband. It's not for the world. You see? Yeah. And then she she said she switched up wigs and she switched her outfits up, and uh, he just as happy as he can be. I said, Well, who he think he's with uh, tonight when you got all that on? She said, I don't care who he think he with. He with me. I'm the same woman. I scream. <laughs> I scream. Yeah. You, me, yeah, you, you just want to jazz it up a little bit. Okay. You're married. The bed under fire. God approved marriage. Do your thing. Yeah. But if I'm doing all this here in the public, who am I doing all that for? I know me. I know how I look. With the wig on without a wig. With a hair done without it. I have natural hair. I, I can't do all that. Switching up, I'm one person, and I'm going to remain Barbara. I'm not I'm not Carol, I'm not Linda, I'm not Karen, I'm not Gail, I'm Barbara. And I'm going to remain Barbara. Now, if you need all them women, one man need all them women, I recommend you go get them. Because switching and swapping and all of that, it tells something about you spiritually. I know you don't know. I know you don't understand. That's why I'm sharing you one woman. Be that woman. Don't let nobody make you two or three people. Because I promise you that's not what you're looking for. There was a movie in the movie called *Sybil*. Anybody ever heard that before? Sybil had a whole bunch of personalities in her. And we don't want all the person. We want one personality. God gives us power, love, and a sound mind. And if I got all these different minds, how can I have a sound? He gave you one. You got ten. You gail on Monday, Sylvia on Tuesday, Kevin on Wednesday, Linda on Thursday, Cindy on Friday, and they no telling tell them who else she is Saturday and Sunday. And see, well, I know what the world does, and that's perfectly all right. Jackie Holly. Hey, Jack, I'm going to call you right back. I talked to you up. Okay, okay. All right. Did I just talk about that Jackie, that ex daughter law That was fair calling me. Brianna graduating today. But anyway, listen. I get one way. If we're going to please God, we got to be one person. I know what the world does. I know the world uh pink hair, blue hair, purple hair, mixed hair, tattoos everywhere. The thing of it now is to have all your busts out, all your breasts out, and the tattoo. Who are you turning on out there in the world? Because you're trying to turn on somebody. No need in turning you on that's what you get your man for, so you can be turned on I', don't, I it, it's what the world does now when it comes to the women of God, the believer the Christians and all of this guess what man you 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 you, you, you honor what the word say He gave us a dress code that we dress holy. Because we gotta be holy, because he is holy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So we just got to get it right. Okay, okay. She telling me what I can bring to
0: the graduation. All right. Can't bring no purse. What she say? You can bring a little crossbody. I got that crossbody, little purse. But it ain't going to hold what I can, so (laughs) we'll see. But anyway, we want to be holy because he's holy, ladies. And we want to follow the rules and regulations of God. I know you're up there with your hands in the air, so much you're doing all you can because you want to go back with him when he comes. You can't go to hell. But if you don't obey the full word of God, you got problems. We can't be warm. We either got to be hot or cold. God respects us being cold and not trying to be warm. Because if we try to be warm, there's some slicking and sliding in there.
2: Yeah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I know people don't like it because... You know, the church done taught them, it's your thing. Do what you want to do. The world untaught. Don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. You be you. You be you. You do what you want to do. Either you feel, do it. No ma'am and no sir. God said, bring the flesh under subjection. Under subjection. Make your flesh behave. You can't just be out here doing any and every old thing and think you're pleasing God and you're going back with him when he comes. No, ma'am and no, sir, you're not. You got to separate yourself. I talked about eagles yesterday and how eagles soar. Eagles really don't hang out with chickens. They don't. Chicken can't fly, can't soar, really. Eagles go high. We the people of God. We're a peculiar people. We're supposed to be of a royal priesthood. You don't see the king and queen acting any kind of way. I bet that old queen out of, was it Elizabeth? I forgot what her name was. But baby, I bet you when you made her mad, she'll straighten you out right now. She'll hit a curve on you doing 100 and straighten the curve out. But in the public, did you ever see her really out of place? Hat, dress, gloves, mannerism, uh, demonstrated I'm royalty. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But we don't demonstrate I'm holy because he's holy. I'm the true man of God. I'm the true woman of God. I'm here to be a help. Some stores I've gone in, I was absolutely quiet. Ain't say a word in that store. Like Kenny Rogers, we have to know when to hold them, when to fold them, when to walk away, and when to run. We're no lies. We're the truth. The whole truth, nothing but the truth. Yeah, and it's already all right in Jesus' name. But we want to get it, men. Same thing with your dress code too. Y'all come on out and body shirt. <laughs> That's over with. That is over with. You, you got to show your body to nobody. And women, you, 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 a lot of it is the world, and it's done trickle over in the church. You're looking at the man's body. He's fine. he this. But you ain't looking at what's in him. You, you ain't consulting God for who he really is. And he like me and he don't want you. He want a man. I mean, you look good on his arm for his family and, you know, co-workers and people he don't want to know what's really going on. Yeah. But you're riding there with all of that and a man want a man. Hello. Be ye holy because God is holy. Come out from among them. A lot of this stuff they got going on, church women, so they just going to church. They're trying to strive for perfection in Jesus. You're crippled. You're handicapped. The world got you captured. And you just won't be real with even your own self. You fake to you, knowing you know you. And please believe me, churchgoers and pew warmers, God knows the very intent of you. You know what makes you tick. You know the very intent of your heart. Have mercy this morning, oh God, oh God, on oh all of us. All of us that has left you, men and women. Father, this morning, we ask for forgiveness and we ask that you would truly come in and teach us. Give us an ear to hear from you. And give us a heart to obey. Father, this morning, fix our hearts and regulate our minds. Don't let us wander around in the wilderness for 40 years. Don't let us get your word and disobey. Don't let us get your statutes and your rules and your laws and disobey. Strengthen us, O God, to just say no to the things of the world. And a big yes unto everything that you, only you bring our way today in the name of Jesus. Make us whole, O oh God. And to the people you would have us to be. Lord, we want to be that faithful few. We want to be that church that you're coming back, each of us looking for with our spot of rankles. Help us to obey you today. Help us to turn blinded eyes to the things of the world and deaf ears. Lord, let us be quick to hear and slow to speak, and let us open quickly unto the Spirit, your Spirit, the Spirit of the true and living God. Let us open our eyes quickly to see your move, the things of you, in the name of Jesus. This morning, Lord, those that are suffering with finances, they don't have no money, God. The money they got, they're paying bills and after with nothing is really left. Father, if they ever planted a seed here, if they ever gave here for any reason, small or great, Father, I ask that you would bring it up again and that you would multiply it back to them again. Bless them, Lord, beyond their wildest imagination financially today, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Wednesday. May the 31st, 2023. It don't have to be a Friday or Saturday. It don't have to be a weekend. It can be
5: any day.
0: The Lord, you will bless us and we ask it for today. Again, Wednesday the 31st, 2023, in
2: Jesus' name.
0: Stir up the gifts in us this morning. And God will be that candle that sit on the hill that can't be healed. We'll be witnesses unto you, Father near and far. We'll talk of your wondrous works and make known of your deeds among the people. We won't be ashamed to spread and share the gospel. Because as Pastor Paul taught, it had the power to save this morning. Hey, Lord, thank you. Reach your people today, God. Bring us all in unto you to serve you, to love you, and to obey you at any cost today, Father, in the name of Jesus. You got more than we need to be satisfied. Or do it for us today. In the precious name of Jesus. Do it for all of us. All your people. In the name of Jesus. We need you this morning, Lord. We can't make it without you. Fix our heart again this morning. Fix it, Lord. Anything that shouldn't be, Father, we ask that you would take it out and replace it with a spirit of obedience, a spirit of love, a spirit of giving. Today, in the name of Jesus, regulate our minds. Help us to keep our mind on you. We know you'll keep us in perfect peace. Help us to think on these things, pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is good. Whatever, bring a good report. Help us today, O God. And when situations arise, Father, that we are to stand still to see your salvation. Teach us, Lord. Show us. Help us to do just that. To stand still. Because you've already worked it out and we're about to see what your great hand moved and done for us. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hey, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for me this morning, oh God. Thank you, thank you, right there. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. There's none like Him. We can search all over, we won't find nobody greater.
2: Mm.
0: And Father, we ask it all this morning in Jesus' name. And Jesus, we ask that you would take the petition to the Father on our behalf. And we thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Oh, we worship you this day in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Master. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's not like him. Oh, yeah. I can, Ooh, Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
2: Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. I can hear this. I can hear this. I can hear it. It won't always be like this. Mm. God is perfecting that which is concerning you sooner or later. I thank you, Lord. Thank you. It's going to work in your favor. He's turning it around for you right now, Louis. Around for you. Hey, glory. Around for you. Louis, he's turning it around for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! I saw the enemy come, Louis, and he came with a death sentence. But God said, "Not so." (laughs) Hallelujah! He got you. He got you. He got you. It won't always be like this, traveling, camping. God is perfecting that which concerning Louis, (laughs) sooner or later, And, and and much sooner than later, Louis, it'll work in your favor. God's turning it around for you. Hallelujah. Hey, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We thank you today, God. That's not like you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless you today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I saw her earlier. But maybe she had to go to work or she had to step out. Yeah, Minister Shonda. But well, hallelujah. We thank God this morning. We thank him for his move. Yeah. See, uh, just when you get the chance, just lift your hands to the Lord. It's already all right. And God is multiplying. Don't worry. Uh, not that you're worried. Not that you're worried. I'm just saying. God is multiplying. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey. Oh, look at here, woman. When God gets through, by goodness, I'm That's all I can tell you. And I'm through with it. I'm through with it. Just praise him. That's all you got? Uh, hey, my shot. Praise God. Praise him. Praise him. When we praise him, the blessings come down upon us because our praise is going up to him and he's receiving the praise. That's why he's going to be among us. He loved to be worshipped. He loved to be praised. He loved to be recognized. Don't you, when you do stuff, don't you want recognition for what you do? When the boss come and say, good job, come here, Barbara, let me talk to you a minute. Last week, you really put it out. You really made me look good. And when you say to him, well, look, can you teach me what will make your job easier? Boy, look at here. So when we give, when we do something, we want recognition. We want somebody to honor us. God deserved it this morning. (laughs) I don't deserve nothing but death. All I done did (laughs) and capable of doing. But Jesus. All I deserve is death. But he deserved it all. He's worthy of it all. He's more than worthy of it all. Woke you up this morning. How much that cost? How much is that worth to us being woke up? Closing our right mind. How much is that worth to us? Youth and activities of limb How how much is that worth? Is somebody finna tell me how much that's worth? Oh, because Jeremy say Amen. <laughs> He go with us wherever we go. He loses protecting angels to keep us safe. He loses ministering angels, not only to keep us safe, but to minister to us and, and to let us know uh, what it is. Don't go that way. Don't go that way. Don't go over there. Wait till tomorrow. Wait till later today. Yeah, the ministering angels, they work too. How much is that worth for you that when you drive your car, you don't have a bad accident, run into nothing and kill yourself? How much is that worth? Somebody need to tell him, thank you. He's
2: worthy this morning. Yeah. Hallelujah.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. And look, he'll move as we say at the drop of a hat. I call it a New York second. That A New York second is so fast. Ooh, you can't see it. It moved too quick. God moved like a New York second. In the twinkling of an eye, he can move. Right now, your bank account can have $121 in it. By 10 o'clock, your bank account can have $1 million, $2 million in it. That's how quick God move. But we need to give him something to work with. He want to bless us. Stop being scared. Step out in faith.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I stepped out right here in faith. I didn't know what I was doing when I first started off. Almost thirteen years. In two months, it'll be thirteen years. I didn't know what I was doing, but I stepped out in faith, believing God. And what did He do? He come in and He blessed me. And the more I did this, the more He blessed me. Yeah, the more He blessed me. <laughs> And I'm grateful unto him this morning. But we got to get it right with him. Time has wound up. Yeah. God is going to keep his people. You ain't got to worry about it, but you got to give him something to work with. He got to see holy on you. He got to know that you're here. He got to see obedience on you. Not what the world is doing. We follow in the world.
5: Are you kidding
2: me?
0: We shouldn't give too much of our mind to the world either, be careful with that. The devil'll snatch it. And you walk around thinking you saying some choice words and people like you and um you, you say and people look and say, Oh, that's crazy over there. That's crazy and full of Yeah. People don't like the truth either. They can go so far with me. When it gets deep, they got to drop off. I don't have to do all that to be with God. Okay, wait till you stand before him and see what you need. I'd rather do too much than too little. Anybody else? I'd rather do too much unto God than too little.
5: Yeah,
0: I'm better off. Listen, let me find this one request this morning. I downloaded it yesterday. And uh, did I download it? I know I downloaded it. Where did it go? Oh, wait a minute now. Okay, Sousa Dot, you sent me a song.
5: I downloaded the
0: song and can't find it because I don't want nobody to think that I am not going to play their what they're down, what they give to me. All right, let's go to this one. And uh, I'm going to look for it. Uh-huh. Even hey. Hallelujah, and CC Winans, and the goodness of God. He is good to us. He's a way maker. Yeah, our fixer, mind regulator. We can look to the hills from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and the earth, and so we're so grateful unto him. I found it, sister, God. I found, found it. Ah, it's all right today. In Jesus' name. And uh, we're we moving on this morning. We're moving on this morning. Good morning to you, Sister Jerry. The studio is open. I'm sorry. Good morning. God bless you. How are you?
5: Oh, good morning, Sister Barbara. I'm I'm better today than I was the other day. Amen. So I just want to thank God for life, thank God for strength, and thank God for praying friends like you. you. Thank God.
0: Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
2: Look Amen.
5: at God. I heard what you said When we get too much money, I used to have too much money because I used to make too much money. Okay. Well, I didn't make too much money, but I gave away too much money. All my friends, we they knew when I got paid. Hey, Jeff, what you doing there? I ain't doing nothing. Anymore. Oh on, well, let's go out. Okay, I'll meet y'all where we going to meet at. Blah 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 blah. When we get to the table with Jerry, you don't drink. No, I don't. I am have me a Coke with a cherry. I think my drink will be his drink on the table. Okay. But we're going to go ahead and get us this, this, and that. <laughs> but I don't drink, so I'm the definite driver. I don't drink, so I got to his drink. But by the time I leave that night, I don't spend over $100. Mm. About two glasses of Pepsi with a cherry. Oh yeah, where we go from now? But you know, God has to sometimes take away the overflow because you don't. Some people don't know what to do with stuff.
2: Amen. I
5: gave me a cabin no money because he don't know what he. I gave him five dollar bills and I said, "Captain, keep these. This is for your allowance." Trying to teach you about money. I came in the room and all of the five dollar bills. I told mm-hmm. He didn't know what to was with
2: no
5: money. Mmm. But well, that was bad as me. I didn't know what to do with money. Hey, y'all. Where y'all want to go? Applebee's? Y'all want to go to, uh, uh, let's get some, uh, donuts let's
0: do on this. Or the other place. Y'all want to go out to the other place. Remember that,
5: Jerry? The other place? Yeah, the other place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to say that on the air bomber. It's the name of it. It's the name of it. It's the name of, it. the, name of the other place. The other I mean, place, okay. Yeah,
0: the mayor, the mayor, city councilmen, all of those kind of people went out to the other
5: place. It wasn't no secret. The other place, the other place, okay, Barbara. But you're yeah. spending more money than you need to. Okay. I should have had more sense in my twenties, thirties than, oh, no. than I have now. Mm. Nah, no, okay. That's not, that's not, but that's I have not so, so much partying on the brain.
2: Uh-huh. Well, Even well, the well, house well,
5: parties well. cost money.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: The house party. I'm in such a <laughs> house. Hey, hey, it's a $10 cover charge to come in. Okay. Next thing I know, I got $50. Why? We with you, Gary. Who with me. Well, hold
0: I, I I got one more caller and, and and we got a few minutes so just just bear with me I'm gonna bring
5: right back. I I testify Friday. All right.
0: Good, good morning, Pastor David. God bless you this morning. How are
6: you? I'm doing good. Good morning. Good, good morning, everyone. I I just wanted to and I've been listening to you talk about and I just read the book of Exodus. Okay. Um. Yesterday, the young man that came on, he's been giving his testimony. Uh, I don't want to mess his name up because I was going to say Jerome, but it may not be. Um, But he said something yesterday that impacted me and just made me reflect. You know, we go through things, and we get to a place where we can start listening to the noise Mm -hmm. that's going on around us instead of listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. In Exodus, as you have read it, from the beginning, Moses was given a word by God. And he was instructed in what to do with that word. In all our lives, we are usually given a word, but because of our human nature, the impatience that we have, the desire that we have to be like the world, and we want everything now, we don't want to wait for God to do what he needs to do for us In the way that he chooses to do for us Yes, there may be There's not going to be a straight road To the blessings that he have Or to whatever he has promised There, there, There will be Turns But in the process What we need to understand Is that there's some things He has to get out of us And that's what he was doing To the Israelites As they left Egypt he was trying to get things out of them, get the Egypt out of them, get the mindset out of them before he get them to their promise so that they can, when they inhabit that promise that he had for them, they will do right by it. And in the same way, we have got to understand that he takes us through things. And we may not like it. There may be discomfort. There may be doubtful days when we just don't see him moving. But we know what his word says, and we know what we have heard. And we have an expectation. But we see
2: deadlines,
6: timelines, whatever it is that's coming up. And, 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 And we have decided that let us help God. But how about we keep our hands out of it Mm
2: -hmm.
6: and let God do his perfect work in us? Because when he is done and he has gotten us to where he needs to take us, whatever he does for us, it's going to benefit us in more ways than one. And if we will remember this, that everything that we're taking through, it's not always just for us. It's because there is someone else that he's gonna put in our path that we're gonna have to bless, minister to, or mentor. So we need to take the time, hear the word, listen to the word, obey the word, and just go through the process. When you get weak, when you get to the place where you just feel he can't hang on anymore? He said, Come to his feet. Cast all your burdens at his feet. And that's what we need to do is learn how to cast them there and, and have genuine one on one conversations with him and let him know exactly how we're feeling. Even though he's an omniscient God, sometimes he just needs to hear us express what we're feeling. Express how much we love him, express how much we trust them, because we don't do that all the time. We will run and call in our Sally, Charlie, um, you know, looking for advice to hear them to tell us what we think we want to hear instead of going to God and letting the Holy Spirit guide us. But I I thank you for for going through this because it's it's reminding me of some stuff. And it's making me reflect on some stuff and reflect on just the blessings of God and how good he has been in our lives and how no matter what I hear, I just need to hold to his unchanging hands and, and not look to my left or to my right but keep my eyes focused on it. And, and I just want to encourage that brother that, uh, you know, when when the, the bills are piling up and deadlines are coming and, you know, you're not getting the answers you want, just keep your eyes on God and just, just speak to God because he will get you where you need to go and he will provide for you like he says he will. So I, I just wanted to share that this morning.
0: Amen. Amen. God bless you. Pastor David, God bless you. Yeah, that was Brother Jermaine. I heard the staff, I want to call him Jerome, but Brother Jermaine. Yeah, that's who that was yesterday. And uh, we praying for him yes. and uh, keeping him lifted up uh, because yeah, he has a family and the wife is expecting uh, they're expecting again. And uh, so we know that this this costs money and With everything going the way it is today, everything costs money and people everywhere is trying to squeeze squeeze every penny out of everything and everybody. I've never really experienced it being like this before. To me, it's just greedy. Because they showed me a store where when you go in and you do self-checkout, they got a thing on there for you to leave a tip. Do y'all hear me? And the man said, where's the tip going? I couldn't imagine where. And they're working people like dogs. One person doing the job of three people. For getting the pay of one. And, and prices constantly appearing to go up. Oh, but I can't worry about it today. I got a risen Savior. I can't worry about it today. I got a supplier who not only supply needs, but he supply wants. Yeah, so we just keep praying. We just keep praying. We just keep praying. Yeah, that's what we do. Trust in God and wait on him. Patience. He's coming. God bless you, Pastor David. And I hope others are enjoying Exodus as well. We may go back and get Genesis and and bring it on up, and that way y'all can see what's happening
6: in Exodus, but the Lord gave me Exodus and I moved on it. Yeah. So I'm thankful. I to appreciate you know, too. I was going to say, too, you know, something we need to pay significance to is the significance of the 40, 40 days. Moses, It took after he killed the Egyptian, he was away for 40 years. And the Israelites were in the wilderness for forty years. Yes, you know there, there there's a significance to forty. Jesus, after when he rose, he stayed with the disciples for forty days before he ascended into heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the um, Philistines was was taunting Saul's sold soldiers for forty days before David killed them. So we we need to when we read and hear this stuff, we need to find the significance of what it's trying to tell us and how to tie it back to other scriptures. And, and and you know, let it be a benefit to to us. So I yes. just you know I'm listening. I'm I'm just knowing you know, I'm listening. I'm and I'm in tune. Yeah,
0: thank you so much. God bless you. Uh I know another thing of uh, Pastor David, this lady yesterday, she gave uh, significance to what, what the number three. I had never paid that any attention. And she went so far with them three. She said, and I can keep going from the Bible with threes. She said, if God wakes you up three in the morning, if you see three, three, three. I said, what? She was like, it's something to them threes. I, I was like, okay. I trust God in all the whatever number, seven, eight, two, whatever it is. Because people say eight represents this seven, but I know eight represents an end. It's cut off. Eight is stopped. Eight children no more. Eight days I didn't have to go into the ninth day. Yeah, numbers represent something. Uh, It does, Pastor David, because uh, if not, God wouldn't have given numbers as... A significant part of a parable or or the word he was speaking. their yeah, numbers represent something. Hallelujah! It's all right in Jesus' name. I'm excited. today. uh, my granddaughter Brianna's graduating. Uh, just the one who goes to the prison with me sometimes, and I can see her face right now laughing. Really, Granny? Yeah, because uh, my knee is hurting. And I may not make that graduation and it's gonna be some problems. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be some misunderstandings. But the Lord bless me that I'm able to give her one of the gifts that she wants. And so and I I got an extra gift for her. And so I just told her these things. So I'm just waiting for the, the fire to come back and really granted, really. You're going to have me and my family out there on the pavement and my granny and the son with me. Granny, you my right of God. Come on now. Wrap the knee up and, and, and let's go. <laughs> I have to laugh, y'all. I'm not going to make it. I already know. I believe the knee will just go out, you know? And I got an appointment with Maximilian. And I'm, it don't it don't hurt. It's sore. Yeah, so I, I take that as a sign of sit down, but I, I can't sit down. I'm like ranch. Yeah, I got things to do, so I got to get it done. Uh, uh, Brother Lewis say, hey, Pastor David. And he say, uh, he said, you is right on. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. You have them sixes and them sevens, yeah. Yeah. For all numbers, God made them, I mean, God allowed us to have them for a purpose, pay attention for a purpose. Yeah, so I'm thankful I to him this morning. T- good morning to you, Sister Rita. God bless you this morning. Good to see that, two, that 727. And good morning to you, Sister Jerry. Thank you so much for the testimony. Bro, Anthony, you in the house. That's my baby. Good morning, Laura. God bless you this morning, honey bunny. That's what God daughter y'all. Sister Dot. God bless you this morning. Let me do a little roll call. Because I know this it's going to bless Sister Mary Ann. I know she probably listens when she can. And so God bless you this morning, Sister Mary Ann. I always say that's my $50 go-to right now. I <laughs> oh, thank God for her. Thank God for her. We prayed for each other. We both had some stuff going on. And uh, we prayed for each other. And when we went back to the doctor, it was over with. So we thank him this morning. Uh, good morning to you, sister Samoa. Uh Sister Simone and good morning to you, sister Melanie Rose. Uh good morning to you uh, uh, again uh my God Baby Laura, Mr. Mason and uh Miss Deborah. God bless you this morning and Alexis and uh I don't think I saw Sister Minister spinner this morning. But she may listen in the archives. Good morning to you, Minister Stenner, and uh, Sister Diane, Sister Angela Foote, Sister Anna Lee Foot. uh, Good morning to you, Sister Shannon Slayton. God bless you this morning. And Pastor David, I almost called you again, Casper Hamilton. I almost said it again. See, <laughs> I'm told you who that is. So I'm straight. Good morning to you, Sister Kim Hop, and, uh Sister Yvonne, Sister Lisa, uh, Sister Irene. Did I leave Irene out? How could I leave Irene out? I think Irene went to bed. She must have been sleepy, y'all. Because, you know, it's quite a big difference in Australia time and, and, and Florida time. Well, the U.S. time, I should say. Good morning to you. Um, like I call all the ladies. Good morning to you again, Brother Lewis. God bless you, sir. Uh, brother Jermaine, Brother Anthony, Brother D, uh, Brother Mike Hot, uh, Brother George West Perry, Brother Lee Hamilton, and uh, am I missing it, brother Marquez Brisson, Brother Justin Gilmore, Brother Cal. And I think that's it. We did Pastor David Jackson, so we good right there. I just wanted to get back on that roll call because I slacked off from it. And a lot a lot going on this morning even, today even, and uh, I don't know, just have to follow the lead of Almighty God, that's what I know I'm going to do, if I don't, I don't know what to do, I'll just be sitting here looking crazy, <laughs> I don't know which way to go, but thank you Sister Rita, <laughs> let me get my, let me get my up. Uh, because she taught me how to do this, y'all, and uh, Cion taught me some things over here too. That's a shame, but they taught me some things and I follow it from time to time. Yeah, in the the emojis, how to work that and all of that. Yeah, what to type in a good morning, best friend, whatever it is. Yeah, so I thank God for that and and Cion taught me how to put money signs and different things on that like that. So. I'm grateful. I'm grateful to know these few little things. But look, we're moving right along this morning, and I'm going to ask each and everybody to pray for each other. We're going to pray for Jesus in the morning, family. Yeah, we're going to pray for Brother Lou and Sherry, and uh, there was someone. Oh, Sister Jerry. I'm putting Sister Jerry on the prayer list. Yeah, put her on the prayer list. Uh, Laura, my, grandba- my grandbaby, my God, baby, Laura, put her on the prayer list as well, intercessors. Yeah, I, we want We pray for each other, but I'm requesting special prayer for them this morning, in the name of Jesus. And it's our and brother Jermaine, put brother Jermaine, brother Anthony, and brother D on the prayer request list. Yeah, we're already on there, but these are special prayers. I'm asking God to do something different. Hallelujah, and it's all right,
2: yeah.
0: Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And Pastor David, when you get a chance, I want you to give God some praise. Lift your hands and just begin to praise Him, yeah. Cause it's already done. It's already done, and God is—he's changing some things. You—you you may not see the big change yet, but just like with Israel, when He gets through, you gonna know it. He did it, yeah. He's doing it. He's doing it already. Hallelujah. But when he get done, and he's going to sustain you, and you'll be able to last until he's done. Yeah, and that thing just going to come up, and you're going to be so happy. Hallelujah. Okay, thank you, Minister Shonda. God bless you this morning. God bless you. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel uh, a peace around you, Minister Shonda, and this is What I was gonna tell you this morning, Uh, God got you. And I know the enemy may come and he may wanna show you some things that you know you don't believe that you're a part of in God, but Shonda, you belong to Him. Not only that. But he's opening doors and making ways for you. He's bringing joy. He's bringing joy. He's bringing peace. He's bringing joy. He's bringing peace. This is all I can tell you. And if you begin to praise God, begin to give him praise, begin to give him praise, much more than this is going to take place in your life. Quickly, quickly, quickly in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we're grateful unto him this morning. Listen, let me get this request. How much time? Oh, we don't have but a few minutes. Where is that request? Let me pray right quick, and I'm going to this request. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for all that has been said and done. And as we depart this morning, bless our going out, bless our coming in, meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your Son, Christ Jesus. Father, we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. In the name of Jesus, go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves the cheerful giver. Have a blessed day in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's go to this one. Yes, sir, Brother Lewis, we got you. We got you. Wait, she wrote something. She might have sent it somewhere, but she said, uh, good morning to everyone. Oh, good morning to everyone, and I love each and every one of you. God bless you. I had to come back and give that because that's to everybody. Yeah. Thank you, Sion. God bless you, Pastor David. (laughs) All right, I'm out. God bless you, Brother Lua. Have a blessed day. and uh, we praying for you, and I'm going to uh, and check on that shot today and, and see what he's talking about, and and how soon can he, you know, hook me up. Yeah, because I don't want no pain, I can't do pain or things. Uh-uh. I, I was thinking this morning, I was coming down with a cold. Boy, you should have seen me running in that kitchen. Uh-uh, I can't do it. All right. God bless everybody. Have a blessed day. Yeah, we're going to get some rain later on, Brother Lou. I see that. Yeah. Have a blessed day. Enjoy your day. Speak the blessings of the Lord on yourself today. Hallelujah. In
2: Jesus' name.
0: All right. Bye-bye.